Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Listening to AFL Nation for Elders. For Australian agriculture. Hello and welcome to AFL Nation live from Marvel Stadium for the round one clash between St Kilda and Fremantle. Miles Fitzner with you. All thanks to Australian Agriculture and Tyre Power, number one this season with an all-star lineup in your commentary box. So I'll kick away with my co-commentator, the superstar Gracie Airwaves on RSN Breakfast for, well, nearly 21 years, called on the ABC with Jared Waitley, and we now call him SEN Zone, Adam White. Hello to you, Whitey. G'day, Miles. It's great to be here. What a, what a game to be here for with Ross Lyon returning. It's going to be a fascinating afternoon. It really is the Ross Lyon Cup, isn't it? It is. It, I wonder how many times today are we going to have to fight the fact that we call it the Ross Lyon Cup. But <laughs> we'll, we'll go through the record. Interesting one uh, with our next guest too, though. He's a superstar and he has torn this ground apart. <laughs> he did it against the Bulldogs uh, way back in 2016. He dobbed eight here, eight straight. So he tells me his name is Josh <laughs> Jenkins. Uh, the former crow, former cat. Hello, mate. Hey, boys. Uh, good to be back for... Uh, almost forgot how to do this. It's only been uh, a few months, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting game to turn up for on a Sunday afternoon. The crowd's slowly building. I've been uh, out and about uh, in the uh, local area. There's plenty of Frio fans, so looking forward to the Purple Army or the Purple Haze turning up today because the last time uh, these two played here last year, Fremantle's second half was scintillating. So could be in for a good one. 111 v 70 in round 17 last year in 2022. This is uh, all for elders for Australian agriculture and tyre power. And this is the pregame show for Beaumont Tiles. Beaumont's floor tile sale. Choose Beaumont for 20% off floor tiles now. Uh, the other game just concluded. I want to start with this, Whitey. Uh, the Giants came from a big deficit to overtake the Adelaide Crows and win by 16 points uh, up there at Spotless Stadium. What a win. Well, it was a significant win for two reasons. Firstly, Adelaide led the game by five goals and probably should have been further in front if it wasn't for inaccurate kicking in front of goal. And then the Giants also had injury concerns but were still able to find a way, particularly through that third quarter, to get themselves back into the game and ultimately overrun the Crows in Adam Kingsley's first game. So he's got that sugar hit of getting the, the first win as a, as a senior coach in round one, which will give him... Uh, I think, enormous confidence in what he's trying to build at the Giants. But for Adelaide to give up that sort of lead, that was that, that's really going to hurt. Adelaide, JJ, last year, four of their wins, uh, two of them were against North Melbourne and two of them were, were against West Coast. Um, and so it doesn't leave many other teams that they, they beat. Uh, are you buying into going down to the Giants round one? Most had Giants to win the spoon. Well, I think, in fairness, they, they, they showed glimpses of really good football today, the Crows. I watched a fair bit of that game, particularly in the first half. They were dominant and they looked potent. As you said, Whitey, Isaac Rankin was inaccurate. They missed some set shots that they will kick most times. So there's a chance they could have put that game to bed in the first half and, you know, you go in at half time and if it's five or six goals, then perhaps it's a different uh, situation or scenario in the second half. 
But the Giants are hard to get a read on. I can see them finishing seventh or eighth, but I could equally see them finishing last. So to me, they're the hardest team to get a read on, maybe because we hear the least about them, because we don't hear from them at all. So that's why they're potentially hard to get a read on. So I'm interested, Josh, in, in your thoughts on how long it'll take for a new game plan to bed down, because Adam Kingsley has, has made it clear he's going to play very we, he's going mm. to coach them very differently to what's been the case in the past. He wants them to be more attacking. He wants to, them to take the game on a lot more. Will that will that take a lot of time, or should they be getting early results? I think when you uh, if you're a coach coming in saying I want you to attack more, I think that's easier to sell because players love to run and gun beauty. Let's let's go and put a hundred points on the board. That's I think that's a bit easier to sell. It's also easier to teach because a lot of offensive football or attacking football is just players playing on instinct. You know, when you're looking to play a stop-start, kick-mark uh, style of football, that's methodical. It's hard to teach because there's a lot of patterns and things involved. And when you're trying to teach defense, well, you've got players who don't really want to buy into it, let's be honest. But also, it's 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 systematic. So it takes 18 guys, and you need all 18 to be on the same page, and that takes a lot longer. So I think Adam Kingsley will have a, a, a little bit of an easier job because let's not forget, we used to see them run and gun. GWS were that team. So if he can you know, embed a few things, few of those skills back in, maybe they will surprise, maybe. Bounce coming up at around 4.40 p.m. And our travel partner is Bargain Car Rentals, the best price guaranteed. No hidden fees and Australian-owned. That is a bargain. Gentlemen, also... Uh, the uh, Hawks have just hit the front against the Bombers, 36 to 33, uh, with about seven and a half minutes. Who'd you remote. tip in that one, boys? I, I just had to stay out. I tipped the <laughs> I tipped the Bombers there to beat Hawthorne. You sort of have to, don't you? Well, well you don't have to, but uh, do you just said Hawthorne? Well, I had to do front, it. Right? when you do tipping. You actually have to pick one <laughs> normally. Well, you do have to pick one. <laughs> well, this is the first you can't leave year. the game. And just, it's not, you're better off having a 50-50 crack at this it. This is. It's the first year I've ever done tipping, to be honest. So I'm um, just getting up to speed with the whole situation and how well, it works. You don't have to tip if you don't want to. You just don't get a point. Just sit out. Yeah. Do you... I'd rather not get a point than uh, lose than <laughs> get it wrong. Whitey, you've called hundreds of games, mate. Your experience speaks for itself. I, I want to talk about Ross Lyon. Um, we'll get a lot of this done before. Kilda from 2007 to 2011. He had a 64.46 winning record. Uh, and then he went to Fremantle from 2012 until 2019. You didn't hear him being sort of much under pressure at Fremantle. His winning record there was 52.45%. So his overall record, 57 and a bit. His St Kilda record wasn't that bad. Goes to Fremantle. Uh, they obviously had the 96 wins from the 184 matches. Now he ends up back at St Kilda. He knows this Fremantle list like the back of his hand. 15 of the current Fremantle players have played under Ross Lyon, while only one... St Kilda player has played under him before. Fascinating how the, the storyline and the narrative of the AFL lines up like this. Yeah, absolutely. How, how much of it, Josh, would be Ross Lyon knowing how to coach against individual players at Fremantle and how much of it is just making sure that he coaches St Kilda to play the way he wants them to play? He, I don't know Ross well, but I know that he is... He, he will certainly love the fact that he's playing Fremantle the Do first... Do you think that's an advantage? Um, there'll be yeah, there'll be an aspect to it, but I think he'll he'll thrive on the fact the preparation and the and the intel. We know that detail is his thing. I'm I'm fascinated as the season goes and as the years go. And he's spoken 
he's called himself and referred to himself as Cuddly Ross. <laughs> so how much is he going to be Cuddly Ross and how much is he going to be Ross the boss? Because is he, is he Cuddly he, Ross? Well, I, or is he saying that's, that? I agree with that. I'm not sure whether he is. But he was Ross the boss when he, was, when he started his career and when he went to Fremantle and had some success with that. But I don't know that that's what AFL players want anymore. They'll want him to be a little bit more uh, reassuring and, and patting, him, patting them on the back. So that's going to be the balance for him. It's much easier to be a cuddly coach when you haven't played a game yet. There's a lot of coaches that are really cuddly also, during the preseason. But also, is that what Sakilda need? Is, is that what Sakilda need? They needed someone to come in and go, enough of this. They almost needed someone to come back in and grab the whole lot by the scruff of the neck and say the Alistair Clarkson type my way or the highway and straighten the whole shit because it's been on and off. I mean, James Gallagher's left head of recruitment. Uh, he's gone. They've done the other review. Look, look it's, it's been turnover city there for four or five years. It's massively different. And I think the thing with St Kilda is they're the team that's been caught in the yellow zone. They're neither mm. really good or really bad. And, and that can be a hard spot to get out of because how much change do you have to make to make that step from, say, a 500 season to yeah. a... A 16 and 6 season be a top four the, team. The, the, hub, the first hub season, I think that was false economy for them. So they yeah. were a really good performer in, in when we're all in Queensland, playing every fourth day. Look, six or seven teams checked out and said, this is too hard. You know, other teams had issues, couldn't back up for four days and five days. They actually did it well and credit to them for that. But they went away at the end of that season and thought, let's reload with 25 to 27 to 28-year-olds. I think they perhaps were a little misguided thinking, okay, we, we, we made the eight. We finished fifth, I reckon they finished. We're ready to rock and roll. I don't know that that was truly where they're at, and that's the mistake potentially they've made. And therefore, a few years later, they've got a new coach and they're restarting everything, basically. This is AFL Nation for Tyre Power, number one this season. And did you know, JJ, that the Adelaide Oval have a hotel at the stadium? Did you know? Have you You're stayed joking. there yet? So not next door, not across the road. The Oval Hotel is integrated into the stadium. Wow. So wherever you're from, if you're in Adelaide to watch the footy or looking to plan a trip, heading to a game or staying at the stadium is absolutely the way to do footy. The Oval Hotel have a VIP footy experience package. Head to their website uh, at theovalhotel.com.au to book. Let's talk uh, some new players quickly. Uh, we saw the jumper presentations earlier for Filippo and Anthony Caminiti. Now, Filippo was quite famously uh, around the draft period compared himself to Nat Fife and Bontempelli. And <laughs> it's boldness that, and confidence that we don't normally see from these young men heading into the draft period. JJ, I kind of like it. I, I kind of yeah, like kids like, like that. They get asked. They, uh, yeah. they give an answer and uh, we hold, try and hold them to account. I mean, he was asked a question. He answered... Probably more, his answer was probably in reference to who I want to play like and who I feel like I can become. So I like it. I love, he's a good size. That's what I like about him. You know, 6'3", uh, already 88 kilograms. So he's going to be able to hold his own physically. And that's the biggest challenge for the young guys. Can you physically match it with these guys? Your craft is going to take time. We understand that. Body work and those uh, types of situations. But if you can physically hold up, that is a, a big start because then your talent can take over. And there are a lot of miles, there are a lot of St Kilda fans that are excited about him because he is that X factor. He's that exciting player the that class. perhaps St Kilda haven't mm. had to be able to run through the midfield, that dynamic player. Um, and I, th I think that it's it, it can supercharge St Kilda's future, someone like him that can come in with that confidence 
and sort of say, come with me, boys. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to go. So I, I can't wait to see what he does today and through, obviously, his first couple of years. He, we saw a taste of it already through the preseason. So I think he's incredibly exciting. Was expected to go a little higher in the draft. Even though he's picked 10, you can't be much higher, but he there was expected few, to go higher. There are a few, and I'm lucky to juggle a few different hats. <laughs> there are a few who didn't love the way he approached that. You know, the pre-draft it's process. It's a Chad Wingard-esque type Yeah, and, that, and, and not everyone enjoys that fact. And we are, as you know, Australian sport, we typically like to take the other approach. So he certainly put a few off, but the Saints fans won't care what he has to say if he can back it up. Uh, included in the St Kilda side, of course, Liam Stocker as well, who played 28 games for Carlton and, uh, and Cordy also in the side there for St Kilda. And then over to the Fremantle page. And, well, Luke Jackson and Jager O'Meara, they get some quality into that team, uh, certainly, don't they, JJ? They do. Luke Jackson's, the usage of Jackson will be fascinating. I've got a feeling he might start in the centre bounce, but alongside Sean Darcy, not in the ruck. He'll ruck, of course, you know, 25, 30% of the game, but I think we'll see him in some centre bounces. They'll try and utilise him. They'll try and get him in the game. If you put him in the forward pocket and ask him to stand down there and play as a forward, uh, it's not necessarily going to be suited to his athleticism. So I think we'll see him around the ball at different stages. So looking forward to seeing how they use uh, Action Jackson. I'm really bullish about Freo. I, I think they can rise as high as top four. I, I think with O'Meara into the midfield, then Jackson, that he has to help their forward line. And we, we know that Fife's going to play a little bit more forward as well. How they get their goals is going to be the big question as to whether yes, they can yeah. go push into the top four. But... You know, their defence and, and that midfield. I think it's one of the best in the competition. I think people forget that Fremantle, 15 wins, six losses, one draw exactly. last year. They finished fifth. I think they're the best coach team in the comp and a few have written them off. Hey, good to see you've rolled up in your ring as Western, Whitey. Lovely well, to meet you. I had looks, to. You and, told me uh, I had to. Yeah, I didn't pick you for much of a country boy. No. Uh, I thought I was the most country <laughs> here, but clearly not. You've worn your ring as Western. They've got you covered, ringerswestern.com. And all our phones, they're plugged into the Signets. It's powering the call team. Power every moment with a Signet power bank. Uh, a couple of other things I quickly wanted to mention. The subs, gentlemen, um, have yes. come out already and been named, Whitey. I must confess, I'm a bit surprised with the St Kilda one. Uh, ben Patton is the sub for the Saints and Bailey Banfield for Freo. So no late changes to the 22 that were named on Friday night. JJ, just quickly, what have you made in the chain to the sub here? Do you sort of like, are we just getting closer to having more on the bench? Um, well, it's back to, we've had this model before. We have. Um, so... I think this is this is a stopgap for me. I think we'll just get to a point where we have five on the bench. But it is fair because I, we played in a game last year, the Cats I'm, I'm talking about, uh, where it was against Collingwood, in fact. Collingwood were up by six goals at three-quarter time. Uh, Geelong had an injury. Luke Dalhouse was substituted into the game. And you could almost sit there and he had a big hand in uh, getting around the ball and helping sort of uh, launch a comeback. And Collingwood were powerless. They didn't have an injury, so their sub couldn't come on. So it does make sense that uh, now you can tactically use your sub because it was unfair to a team who, who was able to bring in a, a fully fit uh, and energetic player at, a, at an important to- time of the game. The other team could do nothing about it. Don't forget you can go ultra with AFL Live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel. And when we take talk back throughout the day, it's for Star 21, discover the difference. We see the lights go down. There's still a little bit of that white fluff on the ground here at Marvel. Roof is closed. <laughs> white fluff? And, and you know the Thank white God. fluff they're talking Grassy, about in the media? Isn't it? Well, look at the white fluff. It looks really? like a duck's been <laughs> half shot. <laughs>
out on the ground. Should never be open the roof here. Ever. Well, it's closed today, and uh, and aren't we looking forward to it? This is a round one clash between St Kilda and Fremantle. Coming at you on AFL Nation, all thanks to Ty Power, number one this season, Miles Fitzner, Adam White, and Josh Jenkins, who one day just dobbed eight straight here and absolutely <laughs> lit Marvel Stadium up. Make sure you join us. Stay with us on the other side of this. We've got our pre-match uh, to run through that. The batters are up. The teams aren't out on the ground yet, but we're looking forward to your company right throughout the afternoon.